0: to forever canon the podcast where we talk about electromagnetic energies like a lot i'm justin i'm tim and this week on forever canon we're gonna cover chapters 13 through 16 of fate of the jedi book one outcast (laughs) i nailed it i got it right (laughs) you could see i was thinking about it the whole time yeah That's what we're getting into this week. But first, previously on forever cannon, Jaina has a close encounter with not Anakin. The solo parents start a deep shaft spelunk. Ben forgets everything he learned last series. And Luke lets his apprentice do the talking via fighting. That was last week. Mm -hmm. Last week where we were like, Hey man, not a lot happened in these chapters. And then this week we we're like, "Hey, man, not a whole lot happened in these chapters." Sh- starting with nothing world changing. Eh? Yeah, it's all the setup, right?
1: Yep. It's it's book
0: one. It's book one of nine, and it's the beginning of book one. Well, what are we? We're halfway about through? halfway through. Yeah, now. We're halfway now. So we get some interesting stuff, but we don't get a whole lot going on. But we start with chapter thirteen in the minds of Kessel. Still searching the tunnels with Han and Leia for the cause of Lando's mysterious groundquakes. Han and Leia have their speeder short circuited by a flying ball of light. As you do? Yeah, a bogey. Yeah, they call it. Han says it's a, what does he say? One of the native life forms. They call them bogeys. Yeah. Gross. I think he means (laughs) boogers. Anyways, Leia says it feels not like life, but energy and intent. And that seems like an important distinction that I truly do not understand. (laughs) Yeah, because doesn't having intent kind of mean life? Well, like, it means, you know, it means thought, or it means, I just don't understand how it can have, yeah, how it can have energy and intent and not be alive. Yeah, that... that... So I guess that's, maybe that's, like, the, the confusing juxtaposition, like... Ah, look at the contrast here. This is something so alien and foreign that I, she can't even quite understand and describe it, I guess. Mm-hmm. This floaty ball of light that shuts their car off. And shuts Leia's lightsaber off, too. Yeah, short circuits everything. Yeah, her lightsaber within, won't work. With that it touches or within its range or whatever. I don't know. Seems important. But the ball of light quickly leaves, and Han is scared of the dark in the mines of Kessel. And I kind of don't blame him. No. They have no transportation. And no lightsaber. And giant spiders. He thinks to himself, you don't have to be scared. That was over 30 years ago. Uh, Way over 30 years ago. Nope. He's 80. Uh. When we met him in Star Wars, he was about 30. Yeah. And he had already racked up a debt to Jabba the Hutt and such and such. So... His math is pretty tough at the old ripe old age of 80. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's technically not wrong. Over 30 years ago.
1: But just, you know, that's a... Whenever they were in Kessel. Ignore
0: that 30-year mark on the measuring stick and go 20 years deeper or something. like that.
1: Yeah, whenever he was in... Because he was at Kessel with Kip Durant, So Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, he was there with Chewbacca. Yeah. And he got sent there by the Empire. Yeah. Uh, okay now no. i'm now I'm saying things I'm not sure of yeah so maybe it was after so okay <laughs> what <laughs> was he in jail on Kessel after episode four and five and six? must have been because that's what he sounds like he's saying yeah, but I'm saying the wrong thing I think where I'm thinking this was. His, like, the beginning of his backstory before he went out into the galaxy and ended up at a cantina and hired by Obi-Wan Kenobi. But no. this sounds more like a an EU adventure mm-hmm. where him and Chewbacca end up arrested and then here's Kip Duran being entered into, you know, the universe. So mm. I must be wrong there. We cut to... Dorshan Doran where Luke tells mistress T. Lamong that's the the masteress hmm she can't treat him as a grandmaster I've been excommunicated and exiled you can't treat me like a grandmaster so she says fine I'll just treat you like a galactic hero but gotcha yeah <laughs> and for that Ben likes her that's the kind of preferential treatment for Jedi that he's looking for
1: yeah, Re- yeah. recognition of more specifically like
0: his dad. Yeah. I don't I'm not sure that he he feels like the Jedi at large are undervalued. But I think his dad being the target of all the criticism specifically and taking the blame for everything. I think he really wants people to show him proper respect. Yeah. Like rightfully so. The man has done a lot, but he's failed a lot as well. Your nephew just tried to take over the universe, bro. And that's the whole reason you're here. That's why he's here on Doran. But what was Jason here for? That's what he asks. T. LaMong. And she says he came to learn our special tricks for sense extension, danger sense, evil intent sense. Oh, and hiding in the force. But she thinks maybe it's not a good idea to teach this to a human. She says, look like, Oh, what if the reason why he went crazy and bad it because his puny human mind can't <laughs> handle our uh, our bear and doe sage tactics.
1: Yeah, th- these techniques were specifically designed for for our physiology. What if, what if it makes you go nuts?
0: Yeah, oh. And she's like, you're the strongest Jedi in the galaxy. There'll be nobody to stop you. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they come to a point where uh, Luke says, no worries. If I turn bad, my son will kill me. Right, Ben? <laughs> On the spot. Yeah. Ben of course has to agree because attachment be damned. If we didn't just learn that lesson, mm-hmm. you know, and he even thinks to himself like, "Darth Vader, Darth Kaitus, it was their attachment that was their downfall." So good for him. Yeah, for noticing that obviously, and uh, you know, he says, "Yeah, Dad, I'll kill you,
1: or find a way to have somebody else do it, or I'll <laughs> figure it out,
0: uh, or, or something." Don't don't worry, we'll we'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. And then after the conversation, Luke says, did you notice, by the way, that she was lying about something? Because who wouldn't lie to Luke Skywalker (laughs) when he's on a quest to prevent another evil, you know, uh, galaxy-ruining Jedi falling to the dark side? Yeah. Why would you not tell him everything he needs to know?
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's it's not so much... Uh, this is that fine line where omission right. is a lie. But it's
0: not. It's not a fine line. That's yeah. what
1: liars will tell you. Yeah, she's... <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. She's not outwardly saying a lie.
0: Like, weren't she's... me and Kevin just saying this Saturday night? Yes, a how, like yeah, yeah, like, it's like, it's the intention of telling the truth on purpose mm-hmm. is what honesty is. Yes. Not picking and choosing the parts that you leave out. And so, I don't know why she's... Keeping secrets from Luke Skywalker, but she thinks she can. And Ben pops in with a wise-ass teenager remark. He says, nah, you're imagining things. Masters of ancient orders who study the Force never have secrets, never have shameful events in their families. But, (laughs) uh... Great. You know. Like us.
1: Yeah.
0: Chapter 14. (laughs) Has us in the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Where Kip Duran turns on the news, he turns ah! on the TV in the dining hall. I tricked you. See, that was my own little Aaron Alston psycho. You know, if you took the first two letters of his first name and his last initial, he's just three A's. To he has won her case, <laughs> but Silgal. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> what a fucking dumb joke. It worked. Tahiri has won I know, I got you. You uh, got me good. On a technicality, probably. Tahiri, not a Jedi, not a Sith, still being prosecuted by the government. And she says, You don't I don't you don't get to put me under the rules of the Jedi because I am not one anymore. And she has won her landmark case in this new Very complex, uh, what, what, um, judiciary problem that the, that the, uh, Jedi have found themselves in. Yeah. Got there. But master Silgal watching the news assumes this is actually secretly really bad for them because now it's an affront to the government. Even though it's not us, that's Tahiri. She's not us. She's saying she's not us, but we're going to be the ones who face the consequences. Like, we are going to be the ones who get the ramifications of somebody thwarting the government's intention. And for most of this chapter, I confused Silgal with Saba. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so the Galactic Alliance security shows up at the front door of the temple to pick up Valen. And the dude calls her a fish head. Yeah, and I was kind of already wondering at that point why she hadn't eaten his face off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, fish head, not not lizard face." Ah, totally different. And then I kind of had to rethink the scene in my head. Oh yes, okay, master still.
1: Yeah, it makes sense that she would be involved with anything going on with Valen.
0: <laughs> well, wouldn't it? <laughs> also, there was not
1: Zeds everywhere.
0: There, there yes. was no Wee Talk. That, listen, that's on me. Yeah, that's fine. But the GA comes with a warrant demanding to take valen and he called her fish head and i figured it out yeah and there's not really anything the jedi can do about this
1: no i like silgil's her little petulant oh yeah i can't make you go away i'm gonna make you have to pee real bad yeah that's what she does to him she
0: settles for annoying the rude man (laughs) because she can't stop him from taking valen and she pulls out the greatest force power (laughs) i've ever seen <laughs> she makes an angry man have to pee, but yeah. he can't leave because he's got to wait. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's, that's some rare yeah. Jedi shit right there.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you have anything between here and what I'm about to say, but when they finally come out with Valen.
0: I got lots of stuff. In okay. There. As we cut to Kyle Katarn filling Jaina in on the Valen thing, and uh, well, he sure does fill her in. This is retaliation for this morning's high court decision. But we didn't have anything to do with that. Of course we did. If we had put pressure on Tahiri Vela to withdraw her appeal, all the pressure the order could bring to bear, would she have continued? Probably not, Jaina says to Kip. Kip? Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, yep. And he says, Well, now we know what the government considers cooperation on our part. Unthinking acceptance of their decisions, silent obedience preemptive groveling and that just makes me that's obviously like the new that's a new empire right mm-hmm. that's a new dictatorship yep do not question us do not oppose us or we will crush you yeah cool Which is <laughs> hey Dala. this is not what we talked about no no this is not what we talked about at the end of legacy of the force where it was like oh, new galaxy, we're all on the same team for peace. Unless you're a Jedi.
1: But the Jedi suck and we don't need them anymore.
0: Yeah, I guess it is kind of still on brand, but it's like, what else would you be expecting from an Imperial leader? Mm -hmm. Especially one from the old era of Imperials. Yeah,
1: because she's been missing for the most part between here and there.
0: Mm -hmm. And so she steps out of a dictatorship goes into the black hole hiding in the maw and then steps back into the galaxy as president of it. <laughs> and so she's running it like a dictatorship, not particularly shocking, but good career path, a pretty telling calm con- condemnation from Kyle Katarn. Oh my mm-hmm. fucking God. Can't talk. He's telling us, I think how most of the Jedi feel now, now yeah. that their temples being invaded and, uh, desecrated I mean not really they're like you guys aren't supposed to be here but here comes the GA not G gas. yes here comes the gas <laughs> galactic alliance security you know into your temple into your safe space
1: yeah because even so is like I can't do anything I'm gonna stand here
0: yeah and Valen gets wheeled out by the guards screaming what have you done <laughs> with the real <laughs> Jedi and speaking of condemnations this, I think, is a scathing indictment and a very powerless moment for the Jedi Order, who are a shadow of their former selves. Where are the real Jedi that would never let this happen? He's obviously talking about our body-snatching uh, false uh, mm-hmm. w- false belief that everybody has been taken over by imposters. But the you know apply that as a subtext to why are you letting the government come into the Jedi temple and take a Jedi away from you? Yeah. Where are the real Jedi? Yeah. It's, it's an opposite. I'm thinking kind of metaphorical.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking when you bring that up old Republic, like you got Qui-Gon and, and those type guys that basically went against the rules. We
0: work to serve the government on behalf of the innocent. Mm -hmm. Not we are Beholden to the government's whims and and fancies and changes of legalities. Because laws change all the time. But the true right and wrong never does. Yeah. And so thus, you know, that's, that's why the Jedi put themselves above the government. And like the you know, filling of papers and reports and all that shit. And answering questions for investigators and all that stuff. Because, you know, law is nebulous and frivolous sometimes Mm -hmm. and right and wrong is not yeah there might be some gray but it's largely simple
1: yeah i think what's what's going on with this is hammer's like we're going to go along because he believes in that rightness of the jedi we're going to go along they're going to do their thing and they're going to realize eventually that we were doing the right thing this whole time
0: that's what it sounds like he says when he comes back into the Jedi temple. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow along. We're not going to, we're going to show them that we are not resisting. Ask anyone, ask any master. Yeah. Capital M in quotations. Yeah. Trademark. He says to
1: Jane, because Jaina,
0: Jaina <laughs> picks up out of that. Well, I'm not a master, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's <laughs> what he's trying to tell me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Didn't you just spend uh, the last nine books learning the importance of following the rules and asking permission? Okay, that's out. That was...
1: That was was the last series, Tim! Throw it in the garbage! That was permission, I think, because we don't have tone, right? I think he... Yeah, right.
0: So, (laughs) we have to either decide that she's reading him correctly or reading him incorrectly. And I would guess correctly. I would guess so, too. And, yes, obviously... As the head of the Jedi, you can't be, like, openly subversive of what the Galactic Alliance and Dalla are demanding of you. Yeah. Because then, you know, trickle-down effect looks like everybody feels the same way that the leader feels. So, Jaina says, I'm not a master. Mm-hmm. Which I think is why earlier it was mentioned that she's under consideration for becoming a master, to just point out, she's not. She's not yet. <laughs> she ain't. Yeah. So, she fires up, you know... That classic rebellious solo streak. And mm-hmm. she says, I've got a plan to have lunch. Dun, dun, dun. Cut to <laughs> <laughs> chapter 15. Mines. Kessel. Again. It's half an hour later for Han and Leia. Very specifically, half an hour later. And their little speeder shaft diver is now fine. Yep, they fixed it. What?
1: What? No, they didn't. Oh no! It just came back it on. Just
0: all came back on. After all the a
1: while. Uh, whatever the, the electricity dissipated.
0: Magnetism is dissipated.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a wandering um like ion. Yeah,
0: it's like it's an EMP. Blob. Yeah, essentially, if anybody's ever seen Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. and if you can picture Don Cheadle in the sewers <laughs> with yeah. the giant glowing blue stupid thing. Whatever he hooks it, it up
1: to a bunch of car batteries,
0: covers his junk, yeah, and presses it's like, go. It's like you know, it the electromagnetism interferes with electronics and makes them dysfunctional and inoperational for a while. So half an hour later, everything's fine. Yeah, and they that carry
1: on. I'm surprised it doesn't do anything to their physical bodies because there's a lot of. Well, it probably feels tingly. Yeah, there's a lot of electrical signals that are going on in your body. I know, right? That's time. something that's
0: kind of overlooked whenever we talk—not we—whenever fiction talks about this sort of thing. Are mm-hmm. you like, yeah? But at the same time, stun your, bolts. Your your consciousness is electricity. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I don't know what the point of that was. This half-hour break, just showing us that the Sparkle Boys are EMPs. I think. I think so. Leia says they got to go deeper. Cause there's more glow balls down there and we cut to Alana is bored (laughs) Yeah. back in the, uh, what the, the,
1: the, the, uh, the Uh, the facility or whatever in
0: uh, Lando's house. uh, Oh, words are not working this morning, but yeah, she's up on the surface Mm -hmm. in a, in a building with the droids. Who I've been waiting. I wanted more of in the last series. Yes. R2D2 and 3PO are here with Alana. And they were not really in the in the last series at all. No. 3, 3PO was around a couple of times. He went flying down the back of the Millennium Falcon once, I think. And then he was there for Spice Loaf and stuff.
1: At the beginning
0: of the series, yeah.
1: he, was, he was there more. Because I remember making comments on how much we loved 3PO and how funny he was.
0: Well, and where did they go? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) they were there nobody nobody thought r2 could help
1: although i guess he's been in every movie han and leia were gone for most of it so that's where they were
0: yeah but they weren't they left them at home
1: oh maybe they just you know what i mean like like
0: (laughs) there's points where where r2 is with luke and but mostly they just leave them at the temple or they leave them at the, the solo residence that shit is over, dog. Yeah. Because Alana is bored and she tells R2 and 3PO, the greatest babysitters in the world, <laughs> that she, quote, <laughs> wants to do something nobody's ever done before. Hello, Little Miss Solo Blood. Yeah. There she, she is just, I want to do something that nobody has ever done. And so on page 179, she grapped her backpack. Mm-hmm. little typo, little upside down mirror image bees getting turned into peas. And we're off on an adventure with six year old Alana, R2 and 3PO <laughs> out into the low atmosphere, low gravity surface of Castle.
1: Because R2 says, we could probably protect her. And 3PO goes,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> what? <laughs> R2 beeps a couple times and. 3PO goes, uh, he says we could probably protect you in case something happens.
0: Let's go! I can't believe 3PO said yes and didn't just get dragged along unwillingly. <laughs> I know. Like, here's how this is supposed to happen. Alana says yes. 3PO says no. R2 goes anyways. And 3PO has to follow. That is yeah. the that is the the structure of their relationship. Yeah, he right? puts
1: out his third little drive wheel and starts going. Not,
0: not ever R2 convinces 3PO that he's brave. No. Never. He... Forces him into doing what he wants, because the other option is abandonment. Mm-hmm. I'm going this way in the desert. I don't. Sorry to tell you, you can stand outside this escape pod all fucking day in the sun if you want, but I know where I'm going. I'm not convincing you that I'm right. You can just follow me, or you can stay the fuck here. <laughs> so, anyways, they're off on an adventure, and I love this. Amelia takes the droids on this Marco Polo moon gravity hop along while she opens herself to the force Mm -hmm. oh my god yes fucking get some kid she might be the most powerful jedi in the galaxy we don't know yeah she is the six-year-old great-granddaughter of darth vader born of the force ben skywalker could be the most powerful jedi in the galaxy we don't know they're young they haven't Come near reaching their potential.
1: Yeah, they haven't had time to learn all the things they're going to learn. She's
0: six. Ben is 16. 18? 16.
1: 16.
0: They're kids. Yeah, Yeah, because he was 14 last time. Yeah. And now two years ahead. She was four. They're 10 years apart. Yes, they are. Aaron Alston has three A's in his name. Yes, he does. (laughs) She opens herself up to the Force. She does it. She senses a stillness. In a tomb which stirs as she nears it and then a voice speaks to her mind from the sky it says I can feel you who is there please 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 and last but not least what is your name the question sent a tingle of dread down Alana's spine She had the eerie sensation that if she responded, if she offered her name, it would be snatched away and never returned, leaving her to wander forever, not knowing who she was. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm (laughs) scared. I got scaredy bumps. Mm hmm. Chicken bumps, not goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was a foul joke. Oh, he done did it twice. Jesus. Now, seriously. Chicken Bumps is way better. Yeah. (laughs) This kid is smart. Yes. To have that sort of, you know, now to have that sort of insight. Calling it insight, though, is I guess assuming that she's right. But to have, you know, she's born and bred in the, in in the hapen. Backstabbing murder society, yeah. Uh, that the royalty is,
1: it's like an extension of the don't talk to strangers,
0: yeah. Especially when they're talking to your brain from the sky <laughs> and not the sky because there's no atmosphere from space. Yep. she looks up into a point in the sky, out into space, and she's smart, she knows not to answer. Don't do it, but what just happened, Tim? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what an answer!
1: I don't know. I don't know what's was, talking to
0: her. That was a goddamn thorough response. Yeah. Well, what do you think is happening?
1: I think it's more of those blobby things. Ooh. Or something but like that. But you looked
0: up in the sky, not down through the ground. Maybe they're out somewhere else too. Maybe they're not from.
1: Kissing. Maybe it's the. I can't think of the word. The good and evil. Maybe it's a blobby thing. That's like it's a dark blobby. So she just can't see it? Yeah. Because it's looking darkness. in space. Maybe
0: it's not in space. Yeah, maybe it is actually What's in that the sky.
1: Dichom- dichotomy? Mm-hmm. Is that the word I
0: was looking for? Sure. Sure.
1: It works, yeah. It's, yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> eh? Cut to you. Something skitters across the roof of Han and Leia's speeder, and Han is scared. Again. He's scared of everything down here. Mm -hmm. I gotta read that book. The past, I would think so. Or because two of his kids are dead now. Just asking. Mm. Just putting that out there. That's good. It's obviously a combination of all things, as all things are. But let's not forget that element. You, you know, you live this life of invulnerability, (laughs) and then you have a family, and of course, you apply that same expectation to them. Yeah recklessness almost solos Mm -hmm. (laughs) skywalkers too like it's them too now what happens over the years is that your best friend dies and then you're like whoa death can really happen to me and the people that i like or love and then your son dies 14 year old anakin maybe 16 in there somewhere he dies and then 10 years later, 15 years later, Jason was killed by your daughter. Yep. So now you probably had five people, six people that you really, really loved. Like right? Luke, Leia, Chewbacca, your three kids, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. half of them are gone. And now you're reliving a horror from 30 years ago in the dark tunnels of kessel and you don't have nearly the armor of psycho psychological invulnerability vulnerability that you had before yeah a thing skitters across the roof and you're like we're dead <laughs> yeah, yeah we can die <laughs> yeah. i'm scared yeah you know and that's yeah. something that was important to prove in the books too last series mm-hmm. you can die mara you can't just go chase after a Sith by yourself in some caves. Yeah. You'll die. You can die.
1: Plus, not being as young as he used to be, he in his head, he knows I'm New not. Splash, I'm none not, of us are yeah. as young as we used yeah. to be. I'm not as quick. I'm not as yeah. agile as All I All those was. other factors. Everything me, right? compounded onto it.
0: Yeah. I just thought that occurred to me when, when I was like, this fucking guy's scared of everything here. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That makes sense. there ah. it'll be a sense. They, 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 they do nothing, As you do. and they talk. They make their way through tunnels, mm-hmm. and Leia comes to this decision that she gets the feeling that Kessel used to be part of a bigger planet that got all brokey uppy, and maybe the rest fell into the maw. That's fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. Maybe the rest of it got obliterated into oblivion. Just sucked into a black hole. And then whatever happens there, we don't know. Yeah. But Oh, that's scary. Cause she's like, think about it, there's these giant bird things that can't even fly here, so there's no atmosphere. So obviously they evolved a long time ago in a different thing when there was atmosphere here. And then blah blah, blah. woof. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull the important imagery or metaphor out of this. And I just, I'm not there. It's, out, it's important. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But like, the, there, there once was a planet named Kessel. Got smashed into pieces, maybe by a vessel. Or massive ground quakes. One piece survived. The rest of it died. Eaten in the maw. More black hole talk. Rhyme with Essel. But like... What a... Terrifying... Like just...
1: Finish. Yeah, story yeah. of the evolution of this planet.
0: And it's like, you know, that's a common thing. That's what the moon is is assumed to be mm. in, in real life. Yeah. The moon is either a secondary body that hit the earth and bounced off or it's the remains of a crash when something hit the earth and that's scary. Yeah. Cause the moon is huge. I mean, luckily that we didn't all fall into a black hole. <laughs> we don't have to have energy spiders and <clears throat> low atmosphere situations, but Aaron describes tunnels in too much detail for too many sentences and Han and Leia get ground quaked and their speeder is falling in the darkness. Yeah. Because, why have the power of flight, Kyle? I do mm-hmm. anything for you? Yeah. They're... They only have levit- levitation, Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: The repulsors can't keep up. They're, yeah, it's all... not meant to do that. They have
0: repulsors. And then later, we find out, of course, they also have thrusters. Mm-hmm. But this is not an option here, and it's not thought of. Not mentioned. He's just like, oh, we're falling down a hole. All right. Cut. Two. Dorshan Doran. <laughs> Where Tleemong tells Luke how their special brain scan breaking powers work, and it's basically a mini electromagnetic pulse type move, like the glowy Kessel blobbers. Electromagnetism. P.S. What's it called? Inusf, or I NSF, Yep. A.K.A. Dead Brain. <laughs> That's nice, nice succinct description of the power. Luke finds it similar to their holocam flashing technique, mm-hmm. which we saw used uh, pretty much exclusively in the last series by... By, um, yeah, uh, Alemma, Alema, Alema did it all the time. That's right. See, I posed that as if I was asking you a question. I was trying to fill in the blanks. I could not think of her name.
1: <laughs> I almost said Tahiri, if but, that helps. Yeah.
0: Well, she, I think she probably did it, too. When she, she was she being a Sith. Have, yeah. But... Anyways, uh, he's like, Oh, your dead brain thing is pretty similar to this little technique that we use to turn cameras off. And, uh, well, wouldn't you know, he picks it up pretty quickly.
1: Yep. She says, He's, he's a natural.
0: Yeah, you skipped eight weeks
1: of uh, <laughs> apprentice training. Ah, good there job. You
0: go. yeah. <laughs> we'll skip that two months and we'll just get on the road. He asks about Jason and feels a Dura Steel vault close in Tila Mong's mind. Not at all suspicious. And she says, Jason learned the power in three days. Luke says, I'll fucking beat him. <laughs> yep. We'll see about that. And there, uh, one thing I liked out of this little segment here was we get like a, a physical description of how this power works and what it is. Mm-hmm. Where like T. Lamong is describing to Luke how dead brain happens is you produce the radiation, the electromagnetic radiation, between the force. And your own nervous system, and it also makes you a, a little lightning rod. Nah. Turns you into a little lightning rod. If
1: you can't control it, it definitely you can die by lightning strikes. So that's
0: neat. <laughs> she was like, okay, in the scene, she like gives him this this metal bowl with a ball on it. Has mm-hmm. like a like a ridge in it, so the ball stays in the ridge. And then she puts like this, tells him to put this thing in his hand, and then try to levitate the ball, not with the force, but with electricity. Yeah. With I I, I, <laughs> I I bailed on electromagnetism. <laughs> <Yeah>. Electro <laughs> Anyways, I thought she was going to have him do operation. You <laughs> ah, didn't get it. <laughs> I thought like he was going to like be zapping or something. Chapter 16. <laughs> no. Oh man. Oh wait, one more point that okay. I didn't write down. But before we go to chapter 16, I like this. Because this is what we wanted. Where did Jason get these moves from? Mm-hmm. What, what are they? How, How do they work? work and yeah. What does he know? You know, that kind of stuff. That's, this is, that's <sighs> 10 books too late, but here we are. Chapter 16, 10 years too late. <laughs> the minds Kessel. And I, I, I said to myself, and I wrote this down as soon as I read the location description, I'm starting to hate this. I knew I would. I don't want to go back to the mines, but it turns out, psych, we're not in the mines, even though it says mines. Mm-hmm. We're up top with Alana, which is way more higher coolerness. Because this child is about as precocious as a Solo Skywalker Joe could be. Mm-hmm. She knows Han and Leia are missing. She picks up on Lando, giving her a condescending, reassuring smile, and hates him for it. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Because fuck that guy, right? Remember? <clears throat> fuck yeah, Lander. I remember fuck that. This guy. And it turns out, Han and Leia are buried alive. Sort of. You yeah, know? the mine collapsed. Yeah, they're trapped in a cave-in. We cut to... Court on Coruscant. Yes, the Hall of the Justice. Hall, the Ninth Hall of Justice. If I, if I remembered that correctly. All yes. I wrote was court. Yes. Yeah. Because I fixated on it so much when I was reading it. So I was like, I probably shouldn't just shorten this to court. And then I was like, well, cause I don't want to write all that Ninth Hall of Justice. Oh, God. Turns out I remembered it. Valen is sentenced to freeze in carbonite until we can figure out what the hell his problem is. He's been removed from the Jedi hands who had him unconsciously sedated on a gurney. Uh, he was He was conscious. Oh, yeah. They, he's back to being allowed to yeah. be conscious now. Right?
1: Yeah, because Silvio didn't want his mind to deteriorate, deteriorate or yeah.
0: Well, speaking of which, he's about to be frozen in carbonite. That's good for him. Taken out no less than two times a year. Yep. So his brain doesn't deteriorate. Jaina says... In the courtroom. Jaina's in the courtroom watching this happen. And she says maybe the most... Foreboding and frightening observation possible. They're all killers, she thought. Jedi and combat pilots and smugglers. Killers all. Who waged war for the New Republic or who killed to stop the Yuzhan Vong. The government is turning the situation into a war. And the people they're offending beneath the surface are killers. Myself included. This Can't end well. Yeah. Yo. What kind of Jedi thought is that? It shows a bit of insight. Aren't you a Jedi though? Shouldn't your first thought be. What a problem we're going to have to solve. Not. Wow. We're going to kill each other. Her first thought is this is an irredeemable course of action that will lead us to killing each other. Guaranteed. Yeah. What the hell kind of Jedi thinking is that?
1: An honest one.
0: Let me just reiterate Valen Horn one more time. What have you done with the real Jedi? Yeah. What is this? We're killers. We're all killers. We will kill them. Yeah, Gina, what you're not supposed to be the angriest Jedi anymore. You're supposed to be cool and yeah. like, follow the rules because you learned about that, and then you know, have maybe a little bit of sorrow because you had to kill your
1: brother. She didn't yell it out loud, she thought it to herself. That's a step. That's not angry, that's
0: that seems like the wrong thought for a Jedi. It though. does, it, it definitely does, mean, right. That is very Mm un-Jedi-like. Is this what happens when we... Immediately what happens when we lose Luke Skywalker's leadership? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man.
1: Doesn't bode well for the... After he dies. Because eventually that'll happen.
0: Yeah, so they say. Who knows what kind of special force techniques he's going to discover on this retracing Jason steps journey. But we cut to... Unexplored depths... Kessel Han and Leia crash. Their ship is smashed. Mm-hmm. And their exit is rock blocked. So they go hiking. And we get another very specific half-hour time jump. Yeah. What the hell?
1: It was not a far walk. It was I don't fine. think
0: it's meaningful or intentional, but really weird. What is that? Two, two, two of the... They're, Two in a row. Yeah, their last two appearances. They're like, ah, thing happened. Half an hour later, everything's cool. We're ready to do the next thing. Yeah. They crash their ship. Half an hour later, we're ready to go. Oh, all of our shit got turned off. Half an hour later, like yeah. why? Yeah, if it doesn't have
1: a specific meaning, this, or meaning the um, the specificity the, of it is weird. Yeah, it. They could have. He could have accomplished the same thing just saying a short time later.
0: But maybe that feels even dumber, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because it's not specific, and this is science fiction, or you know, whatever. But like, what the hell? Why are we? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I just I I just thought that was weird. In it, weird in it.
1: It's a little weird.
0: Yeah. Turns out the hike was a good idea though, because they find a glowing city of strange machines and mushrooms, and of course. Glowy ball boys. Mm-hmm. It's a very jarring turn compared to Underground City. All of their other pages here, where they're like, <clears throat> so far since they came to Castle, they've just been aimlessly wandering through the tunnels of Castle. Mm-hmm. First through the mines, the the man made mines, and then through the natural formations by the dug dug by creatures, which is where they get. Caved in and then they're like, Oh, let's just go for a walk. Here is El Dorado. You know, like what the fuck? Yeah. On Kessel, the mining planet, which has been a mining planet for decades at least. Yeah,
1: at least 30 years. That's a long Lando's (laughs) it,
0: And so longer than that, because the empire ran it before. So like Mm -hmm. decades, decades, decades. Somehow, in two half-hour segments, Han and Leia have discovered an undiscovered chunk of this planet that would be scanned, tits to toes for resources already. And
1: um, unless it's so, like, rich Dense, with those resources, I get that. that they just didn't. And maybe the because it's been having all these quakes, right? Maybe that cleared up. But like some of this shit,
0: there's no, there's no way. <laughs> that's okay that's not true the way that this the, the way that this doesn't get explored is through capitalism mm-hmm. right it doesn't make you money to to look for other things when you've already found the thing that makes you money Yeah. so I get what you're saying
1: you right? explore it for more after the spot I'm where you're at, at is. so they out. just
0: haven't got there yet over all these decades I guess but they just take a little fucking jaunt yeah. and a glowy boy comes out of a glowy rock computer looking monolith cut to dorshan doran and i am getting sick of this man door talk
1: you were sick of it right away right
0: away Uh, luckily we haven't talked to doris again luke and ben though are having frozen tv dinners together on the jade shadow yep their new
1: home (laughs) uh meatloaf potatoes and green beans basically Yep,
0: that's right (laughs) God, they chat about life over dinner, regular stuff, like Mm -hmm. how one of the sages is ritually killing himself tomorrow. Normal stuff. Or like how the mistress is definitely lighting or hiding something Jason related. Mm -hmm. Just average dinner conversation. Keep it light. Ben says, all right. So we're going to, obviously you're going to learn the technique and you're going to uncover this mystery. And solve this problem. But where do we go after that? (laughs) And Luke gives a dad response to maximum power. We'll see. Find out next week. When we cover fate of the Jedi book one outcast chapter 17 through 20. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. We'll see. Because I said so. <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at Forever Podcast at gmail.com. Forever Cannon Podcast is a Jay Blazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.